Honey, I don't know where you've been these last 10 days, <laughs> but there were a few times I thought you were damn dead. <laughs> Looks like you've officially entered the group chat with your best friends. My name is Ali Paducci, and this is the Unfiltered Podcast, the place where we leave the heavily filtered world of social media to talk about anything and everything uncensored. From personal wellness to entrepreneurship, spirituality, sex, surviving breakups, and hilarious stories in between, join me as I navigate adulthood with real, unfiltered conversations. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to Unfiltered with Ali. We are officially past Christmas. We're in that that no man's land where no one knows what day it is, what time it is. Like we have so many questions and we need answers. Uh, I took a week off of podcasting last week. There was no episode on Friday as it landed on Christmas. So we've now been one week without an episode and Honey and I hopped onto the podcast this morning to record today's episode for you. I just wanted to start today's episode with a little bit of a disclosure, so I thought I would do some fancy splurge and get myself a brand new microphone, which I was very excited to use, by the way, and I thought I tested it out, but I accidentally clicked a button before I recorded it, which made the sound, well, it made the sound horrendous. Uh, because the direction was coming from the entire room and not just directly from my mouth. So while I'm very excited for you to listen to this week's episode, I feel like I owe you an apology in advance because this week might not sound very nice, but I appreciate you for listening. And this week we're diving into the struggle of finding a female doctor. Why is that so damn hard? Like a good female doctor. We're recapping what went down on Christmas and we're just excited to be back on track with episodes. So let's kick this off. Welcome to Tuesday's episode of Honey Check. I was thinking about how bad it was to find a female doctor the other day when you were like saying, oh my gosh, I need to find one. Because when did I have my last call? Because my GP is also female. I've hated her since the day I've met her, but I can't get in to see like any other GPs in this fucking city. It's so wild when you go on Facebook and people will just be like, does anyone have a, a good like female GP that's taking patients? And then everyone lists them, but they'll be private. So, which obviously you don't want. And <laughs> I just like sitting there pondering and I was like, okay, so I talked to my GP back in the summer where she brought up, like she was saying, I think your anxiety's gotten really bad. I'm wondering if you should go on the old medication you were on for your depression because it also worked for anti-anxiety medication. And I told her instead of going back on medication that I was microdosing with mushrooms (laughs) and using CBG. (laughs) And she was like, "Uh, okay. Well, I'm like, well, it's a mood booster and I've gotten by, like I have days that I, I don't feel great, but I just didn't want to go back on like a clinical drug. I wanted to see if I could do something naturally. And so then she was talking to me about the experience with the, the um, endocrinologist and everything that happened and like a dis- eating disorder and mental health and all this stuff. So she talks to me about everything she's concerned about. I was thinking the other day, 
it's been like six months. Did you want to call to see if I was still alive or like hanging she's in never there? Checked she's never checked. <laughs> she's never checked. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why I'm laughing because it makes me really uncomfortable. But aren't they supposed to? <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. They're supposed to though, right? Oh yeah. Like there was all these follow-up things because she knew that I was like having problems with my skin and like wanted to refer me to a derm and go through all this process. I found my own derm. <laughs> I'm like doing my own thing to manage like eating disorders and anxiety. And my doctors not even check in. Oh my God. Okay. But wait, when you go to like places like a dermatologist, for example, you don't need to you be need- referred by a GP. So do you just phone her if she just like, or do you just go see her? Well, one of my clients, Shine, opened the acne clinic. Yeah. And she just said, I'll give you the referral form and you can just send it to your GP. They can fax it over to us. So I did that because the acne clinic there is covered by MSP. So all my derm visits are covered by MSP. And I had to send that form and I never even heard from the doctor. (laughs) She didn't even talk to me. She signed the paper. And it's funny because it's like, okay, I'm getting what I want. I asked for it. But like you haven't even called, like I am getting blood tests monthly for like an aggressive like drug on my liver. You know, I have an eating disorder. You know, I'm struggling with mental health. And you've just not called me. I thought that she was the one that like follow up with you. No, I go what to the acne wrong? clinic. <laughs> but don't they have a responsibility to call and make sure that you're okay? I feel like that is something that is part of their job description. It's been three years now since I've been going to the doctor to figure out what was wrong with me. But a year before they diagnosed me with PCOS, I went in, this is like yeah, I, it was three years ago. I went in because I was like, I'm telling you, I could feel something inside me was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I was like, guys, I'm telling you something's wrong with me. I'm exhausted. I'm feeling all these things, like listed all my symptoms. Can you test me for adrenal fatigue? And then you have that clash of like Western medicine being like, we don't believe in adrenal fatigue. That's not a thing in Western medicine. I'm like, okay, can you help me figure out why the fuck I'm tired? Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm feeling like I can't function. They sent me to do a blood test that sent me to an ultrasound who no one discussed with me. So here I am just like, oh yeah, I need to go for some internal ultrasound. Zero conversation. So I show up to this appointment by myself thinking whatever and plastered all over the walls are like signs about cancer. No way. And you know how my anxiety is. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, Um, excuse me, I have a question. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> so I'm thinking, holy fuck. Like I'm thinking that they're testing me for something serious. Yeah. And I'm panicking. I was texting my ex. I didn't know. I didn't know. Like, I was like, oh my God, something's fucking wrong with me. I knew it. So then like the, I'm looking at the ultrasound. Of course, I'm looking at the lady's face and I was like, can you just tell me what you see? She's like, I can't. Your doctor will go through the results with you. And I'm like, oh my Lord. Okay finally get the results back from the doctor. And she was like, yeah, you have a bunch of polyps over all your ovaries, uh, but you're fine. It's like, I'm fine. That's it. I'm fine. Yeah. Well, we'll send you over to the, we'll get you a referral to the gynecologist, but like nothing to worry about. Okay. Go to the gynecologist. This is like the year, like leading up to when I met you go to the gynecologist. 
yeah, these are your symptoms. I just watch out for them, but nothing to worry about. You're fine. And then boom, you remember that winter. It's like right after Seattle. It was like the cystic acne just came nowhere out of nowhere. And then I put on that weight and it's been like that for two years. So I go back and I'm like, can someone tell me what the fuck is going on? Like, oh yeah, you have PCOS. Oh but yeah. Like, oh, randomly, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Time. So six months ago I was fine, but now I'm not fine. Well, you have to have at least three of the symptoms for us to treat you for it. And you only had two, so we couldn't diagnose you. I was like, so you wait until I pack on weight that you know I mentally cannot fucking handle and scar my whole fucking face. How bad was my face for two years? Yeah, Painful. It was bad for two years. And you wait for that to happen. And then say, oh yeah, you have PCOS. There is nothing, it, it is insane. One in 10 women have it. There's no fucking cure for it. There's no and cure for it? There's no cure for it. You have to learn how to manage your symptoms. But the thing is, there's so many different strains of PCOS. I only found out this year, two years in, that I'm insulin resistant, which makes it hard for me to lose the weight, which all makes sense. And any doctor in Western medicine will be like, go on Accutane and take birth control. And I'm like, I don't want to pump synthetic hormones into my fucking body. Like, tell me how I can balance this naturally or like, but I get no help from Western medicine. So then gynecologist has to send me to endocrinologist, which is a hormone specialist. I wait a year to see her and now I'm antsy. I mean, you and everyone around me knows how upset I've been these last few years, just mm-hmm. feeling hopeless living in my whole body. I have an appointment with the endocrinologist. I burst, like I break down in the office. She's like, her answer to me was just like, well, if you're asking me, I think you look fine. Just not even acknowledging what I'm not saying. Even, but yeah, no. not even your, your emotions or anything. No, so just like monitor this and do this and here's metformin. I'm like, I'm already on metformin. It doesn't work. Whatever, six months go by. And that was this summer when I said to her, listen, remember I was like waking up and it looked like I had just put on 20 pounds overnight. Like mm-hmm. I would just be so swollen and I was starting to freak out. And then I brought, I they were doing virtual appointments only. So keep in mind, this chick can't even see me. I don't even have the respect to call her a doctor. I'm so fucking furious with her. She has a virtual, not even virtual. She has a phone call conversation with me. This is how it went down. So has anything improved? No. So you haven't lost any weight. No, I feel like I've put on weight. So you've put on weight. Yes. And and you're still taking the metformin? Yes. Has your acne cleared? No. I asked him, like, I'd like to test out spironolactone. It's like another acne medication before I would take Accutane. Well, I don't think that's going to help because your testosterone is da-da-da-da-da-da, but I'll give it to you anyways. No way. And then we can follow up. And I was like, okay. And she's like, so hold on. You, you said you've gained weight. And I was like, I think I have. I feel like I have. She's like, okay, well, then I'm going to send you to an obesity clinic. And this doctor specializes in da-da-da-da-da-da-da. You know, six months ago, I'm breaking down to you about fucking eating disorders and body dysmorphia. And And you know my mental health history. And then you tell me to go to a fucking obesity clinic to watch my food. Bitch, all I do is watch my food. 
I was so fucking furious. Wow. That's when I hung up the phone and I was like two years, two specialists, one GP. No one's followed up with me. No one's fucking helped me. No one's done anything productive. You're a fucking female as well. It's almost like, like they're just writing you this shit to get you out of off their back almost. That's what it sounds. I, I couldn't believe it. So I was like, fuck it. I'm, I'm everyone. Anytime I tried to see a naturopath, they'd be like, don't do that. It's going to fuck up your body. Don't do that. It might ruin this. And I was like, you've done fuck all for me in the last two years. I need to sort of figure out this journey on my own. And it's been slow since the summer, but I feel like I've gotten a little bit better. Yeah. Did you see a naturopath? Yeah. It's just wild to me how unhelpful they are. And then I wrote in to her like explaining why, like how I was impacted by the situation no response. None. Shut yeah. up. She but never responded to you? No. It's been what? It was in the summer. No response. Doesn't give a fuck. Can you outline this for me though? Okay. So there's the GP who we mm-hmm. don't care about. No. Who prescribed you Accutane? The derm. The, the dermatologist. Clinic. Yeah. And okay. What's the difference between that endo- Endocrinologist is like female hormone specialist. Okay, that's what that means. Okay, got it. Female hormone specialist, the ultimate doctor as to who I should be seeing to help me with this problem. (laughs) Tells me to go to an obesity clinic. And when I look up this doctor, this clinic that she's sending me to, starts talking about like surgery, surgery, like stapling my stomach and doing like all those surgeries and like managing my food. See, I thought the lady that said that to you was your GP. No. And I That's told my GP what happened. And she, yeah, it was a specialist. And what did Anyways, your GP say? The GP was like, um, I don't think you would qualify to see that, to go, go to that clinic. Because <laughs> you have to be like a certain BMI. Yeah. She's like, and I don't, uh, um, you're not obese. But then she talked to me about anxiety and all these things. And my GP just hasn't followed up. So I've just given up completely. I'm just like, I guess I'm on this journey. It's just me, myself, and I will just figure it out. No stress. <laughs> yeah, I had a, a male um, a male GP or whatever. And uh, he's like old though, like the guy that get, like literally delivered me. So I was like, I need to get, <laughs> I'm not going to go see him. Sometimes I go see him. He goes, He's like, I haven't seen you in so long. <laughs> Who are you? Who takes care of you? I'm like, well, you have my records. You can see. I definitely don't come to you. <laughs> like, you're an old man. Like, I don't want to come to you. Mm-hmm. I feel weird. I'm like, I don't know. It's just weird to me. And uh, and also, I want somebody that can relate to me. Like, if I say I have an issue, she can, like, you know, I feel like a female would be able to relate more to me than a male that doesn't feel anything that I feel. Like, do you have cramps? No. No, you don't. You you don't have any of those things. So then I went to go see, I went to go to a walk-in clinic the other day. And I kid you not, this male doctor, A, leaves the door open while talking to me. I had to actually ask him to close the door. He's like, okay, lay down on the bed. And I was, or on the, whatever you call that. I'm like, okay. And I was like the, the, I didn't know that there were lymph nodes. So I was like the, the lumps on the front and the sides of like, it's like my lower abs, but they're mm-hmm. moving like down into my groin. Like they're mm-hmm. they're They've moved. I was like, they're big. Like they're like golf balls, honey. Like they're massive. I was like, and they really hurt. And they just came just, out of nowhere. Yeah. He's like, just lay down. I'm like, okay. And he p- presses into them and I literally whelp. He goes, do you have pain when I do that? And I go, and I literally said, did you not just hear me? 
And he goes, well, you definitely are fighting an infection. He goes, like, like, does it burn? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm on my period right now. I feel nothing. Like, that's yeah. all I feel. I'm like, my whole body's burning, motherfucker. Yeah, like my whole body's burning. <laughs> I'm about to burn this collection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm in holy matrimony with my with my entire body at the moment. I'm like, so all I feel are cramps and that. He goes, Does it burn when you pee? I'm like, no, like none of these things. Like a female knows when she has an infection. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have any of those. We've all had a bladder infection before, and I I definitely know what that feels like. I'm like, no, I don't have anything. And he's like, yeah, UTI has got to be probably one of the worst things to ever exist. In yeah. This world. I'm like, trust me, I would know. And he goes, well, you're gonna have to come back when your period's done. I can't help you. He goes, but uh, here, here's a sample of some anti-inflammatory medicine. It's a sample, not a full thing, a sample. And I'm like, cool. So he doesn't know what you have, but he's just no. going to give you meds. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm no doctors, but who am I to judge? Yeah, but. yeah. And I was, I was then that night I was up all night. I couldn't sleep. And then the next night, the night that I saw him or the day that I saw him that night, I came home, I had a bath. I took those, whatever he gave me. I slept till 1245. I went to bed at like 10 30, 11 when I got home from work and I slept straight, didn't wake up till quarter to one the next day. Honey, I don't know where you've been these last 10 days, <laughs> but there were a few times I thought you were damn dead. <laughs> I actually I texted Honey Kelsey yesterday and I said yeah. I'm worried about Honey. She's like, you haven't talked to her? I'm like, I've barely spoken to Honey <laughs> in like the last 10 days. I even asked her, I'm like, you might have to stand in for a weekly episode of Honey Check. I damn thought you were dead. Oh no, I wasn't dead, honey. <laughs> I was not dead. I felt like I was dying. I've been feeling like this since the 22nd. 22nd, oh. 22nd. And then I couldn't see nobody on the 24th, 25th and 26th. Something was, I finally found something open on the 27th. So like the, the golf balls, I'm going to call them golf balls. They've Mm -hmm. gotten bigger and have dropped since like the 22nd, the night of the 22nd, 23rd. Jesus fuck. Like I should have just probably just gone to the hospital or something. I was like, let's go to the hospital. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not going to the hospital. Bigger problems out there. Yeah. These last 10 days, I was like, I need to get Honey's address. Cause I just realized <laughs> I didn't know what door I'd have to go knocking on. <laughs> I just knew the building that I'd have to go stand by the garbage cans and scream out, honey. <laughs> Cause I know you'd be able to hear me if I, if I was back there. <laughs> Just throwing rocks at all the winds. FYI, I got yeah. my first complaint in the building. Never had a complaint before. The lady downstairs, she comes knocking upstairs. And I'm, never, I'm very familiar with situations yeah, like this. Never, so. I've, never <laughs> I've never met her before. Yeah. She comes upstairs. And just an FYI, I've lived in apartments for well, about nine years. Never had a complaint before. Mm. She comes knocking at the door. And she's like, hi, like, I've lived here for 10 years. I'm like, that's how she starts it off. I'm like okay she goes do you have two minutes to talk to me I'm like okay yeah and she goes I live downstairs I'm like okay like in my head I'm like there's nothing like what something leaky mm-hmm. down there you need to turn off my tap or something and she goes I just want to talk about the noise upstairs like it sounds like somebody's moving in and I've lived here for 10 years and I've never talked to nobody I've never complained and I don't want to take it to the property management company and I was like hold on I'm like you were going to take this to the property management company. She goes, yeah, but I thought I'd come talk to you first. I was like, I'd hope that you'd talk to me first instead of taking me walking around or whatever noise you're hearing to the property management company. 
I'm like, so when do you hear it? She goes, well, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not so good. I'm like, okay. She goes, like me to stop walking or what? She's like, do you work out in here? I'm like, no, I I don't work out in my apartment. I'm like, in fact, we're both barely home. I'm like, my boyfriend works out of town and we're barely home. Like I work nights. Like it's not like we're not here pretty much. And you've been in there for months. Yeah. I've been in here for a year. And then she looks in my apartment. She goes, can I see? I'm like, you can stand outside and look in. Yeah. And she goes, oh, you don't have carpet anymore. I'm like, no. She goes, oh, well, that's probably why you're, you're the only, only apartment that doesn't have carpet. I'm like, that's not true. I that's didn't have not true. I've been in about seven of those yeah. apartments. But. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's not true. I'm like, I've been in three of them and they all have not had carpet, but thank you very much. And I'm like, next time you hear the noise, just come knock on my door so I can at least know what I'm doing that you hear the problem. I'm like, you literally go burn right now. Go downstairs and just, it's, it's, that's how you, you live in an apartment building. If you don't want to hear noise, get in your own house. Or Honestly, honey, I'm just going to move along for this topic because you know I'm about to go off about the lady <laughs> underneath me. So, but is it not just, like I think yeah, that it comes it's fucking outrageous? Yeah, it comes with living in an apartment. Mm-hmm. You share shit and mm-hmm. you hear people. I like, of people. course, don't be disrespectful. No, be mindful, but like, yeah, hey, can you ask your dog to stop walking around in the morning? Sure, <laughs> let me. Hey, Charles, did you hear that? Like, you live in a pet friendly building. Mm-hmm. What would you like me to do? I'm not rude. Like I'm yeah. very mindful of my building situation because I lived on a ground floor for four years in a wood frame apartment, my old building. I, it was so bad. I could hear the person above me like coughing. That's how bad it was. And for the first few months, it was really, really difficult for me because I, I wasn't used to it. I've always lived in concrete buildings and um, then I just got used to it. But when I moved into here, I was more mindful because I was like, okay, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to be that person. And before I had a relationship where like I would, I even made a workout schedule. I said, just so you know, I'll work out between these hours. I wouldn't even work out early in the morning to be mindful of her sleeping. Anyways, let's get into it. <laughs> As if we haven't just caught it. Yeah. We haven't podcasted for a week. I haven't released an episode in a week, so I'm going to throw this one together. Like, you guys are basically hearing this day of. Holy. It is Tuesday, post-Christmas. 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 Are over, I'm not going to lie. It didn't even feel like they came. No, I just wanted to, like, <laughs> rip. I wanted to rip right through them. Rip right through. Get them over with. And, uh... Yeah. <laughs> this was hands down the weirdest Christmas of my entire life. Uh-huh. I didn't actually think I cared about Christmas, but then when Christmas Day came, I was really depressed. <laughs> what did you, you went for brunch, right? And that's what I would like to speak to you about today. <laughs> I just flipped my hair back, which yeah. means I'm ready for business. Get ready. So as you know. <laughs> I do quite a lot of work in luxury travel. Oh, no. So I get to experience some pretty amazing things around the world. I'm very grateful that I get to do that. I've said this to a few people. I think I've said this to you. The flip side of doing that is that it really raises your standards for all experiences that you do. So something like before I worked in luxury travel might be like, oh, that was really nice. And now 
I'll go to something that's kind of mid-level that will call themselves luxury and be like, that's not fucking luxury. Mm. So not to, just to give you guys a background, it's not that I'm snobby. It's just that when you, when you actually work to like experience, write about, shoot photos of like luxury travel, you get to experience, like I flew in the bedroom cabin from Toronto to Dubai on Emirates. They ruined flying for me. I got to book, like I got to take a shower a million feet in the sky. It just <laughs> makes like flying coach extra hard the next time. It's just normal, right? Anyways. So I get press releases for a lot of um, hotels or new restaurants or things that open because what PR companies will do is they'll seed them to a lot of media and you'll either be hosted to experience a dinner or an event or a hotel or whatever and then cover it on your channels um, or sometimes they'll just like you'll get all the PR releases anyway so you can just know what's new and happening in the city and all that. So I get, I've never actually, have you been to the Fairmont Vancouver? Not the pack rim or the waterfront, Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, we were supposed to go to Notch 8 that day. Yeah. For brunch. So I get messages, or sorry, I get PR um, releases for Notch 8, the restaurant in there, all the time. And it's quite a well-known restaurant in the city. It's supposed to be one of the top restaurants in the city. And... I'm, I'm solo for Christmas. So another one of our girlfriends or two of our other girlfriends were solo and Notch 8 was doing an a la carte Christmas brunch, which was kind of nice because most other restaurants that were open were doing like five course seated meals and I just didn't want to do like a hundred dollar dinner. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, let's just dress up, put on some red lipstick, go to Notch 8, have a, a cocktail and a breakfast and have a nice day. I went with Jayla and Katie. We were all really excited. We got super dressed up. I even wore red underwear. I was like, I wore a really nice matching set underneath and red lipstick. Cause I'm like, I'm really depressed. I need to spice this up and feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. Right. So I put it on plus that like romper that I wore to your birthday with that makes the cleave look really good with the Gucci belt. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Slick back the hair, tight mm-hmm. pony, nice red lip. Honey, immaculate. Yeah. I'm feeling good. Walk right over there. By the way, we have no reservation because we couldn't get one. We decided this like the night before. So we were just hoping we would get in. Get there. Okay. Hey, can we have a table for three? Yeah, we're we're fully booked up in the dining room, but we have tables in the bar section if you'd like to sit there. Great. No problem. We're not fast. Basically the same thing anyway. <laughs> couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> so we go sit down. It's 11 o'clock. Okay. Okay. 11.05. 11.10. 11.15, no one's come to talk to us. To the point where we're questioning, like I got up to go to the host to ask, I'm like, oh, maybe we're supposed to order at the bar because we're not, we don't have dining service. Like that's how confused we were. <laughs> so we go to the host and I'm like, hey, should we be ordering at the bar? He's like, no, 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 someone's going to be with you. We're like, okay. So now we're a little bit observant, right? We're looking at like yeah. what's going on in the restaurant and Katie's like, this is really strange. Like no table in here has any food at all. It's just a bunch of like people awkwardly sitting at tables. Everyone's on their phone, the whole restaurant. So Katie's like, this is a little bit weird. And this table that sat after us at another bar table, they've gone up and left now. So it's about 1120, 20 minutes have gone by. And some server walks by and we're like, hey, um, can we just, can we have buggy to order some coffees? And she kind of is like frazzled. She's like, uh, um, 
Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. What do you want? Okay. Wow. I need you guys to remember that we're at the Fairmont here. Okay. <laughs> what do you want? Bella goes, I can I have an oat milk cappuccino? We don't have oat milk. Okay. What do you have? Soy almond. <laughs> and I'm sitting there trying not to laugh because I'm so uncomfortable. And Katie and I are like looking at each other. And I'm like, uh, uh, now I'm scared. <laughs> Taylor's like okay um I'll have an almond milk cappuccino she's like good you looks at Katie Katie orders her drink she looks at me I was like can I have an almond milk cortado what's a cortado and I was just like (laughs) (laughs) what's a cortado um I was so, like I said, uh, because I just didn't know how to answer. And as I was kind of like in a weird moment, she goes, is that one of those, like, those drinks that you'd order at Starbucks? Oh, my God. Is she older or something? Yeah. But the fact is that you're sassing me, and now I'm I'm a little bit taken back by it. So I look up at her, and I was like, no, it's a pretty standard, basic espresso. Uh, Is there a barista, or is it like? Yeah, there's a barista. I was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'll just get an Americano with some oat milk. She's like, okay, leaves. 10 minutes go by, 15 minutes go by. I need you to know it's 1140. We don't have coffee yet. Some other lady walks by. She's like, have you guys been helped? We're like, yeah, could we check on the order of our coffee? She's like, sure, let's order some coffee. And I said, no, 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 we've already ordered coffee. She's like, yeah, I'll take your order. I said, oh my God, oh my God. I was like, we don't need to, I don't want to order a second time in case yeah. we get six coffees. Yeah. She's like, sure, let me go check on um check on the check on the drinks. Okay. <laughs> Ten minutes later, our coffee comes. It's 11.50. We finally get our coffees, which by the way tastes like burnt asshole. <laughs> this is brutal yeah this is notch eight so I'm like and and Katie also notices she's like no one actually has food yet so something's going on in this restaurant no one has food we snagged the waitress again who we think is now the manager it's a different lady and we're like can we order some food she goes oh no one's helped you like no okay yep sure what do you want what's with this what do you want yeah what do you want Katie orders steel, uh, she orders this creme brulee oatmeal with steel cut oats. Jayla orders a French toast. And I just wanted a basic breakfast, which they didn't have, but all of the sides had like eggs, bacon, toast. And I said, can I just make a breakfast with one of each of the sides? She's like, yep, no problem. How do you want your eggs done? And you know me, I'm a freak when it comes to uncooked yolks. So it's just like scrambled <laughs> eggs, well done. And I always joke to the server, I'm like, burn them if you have to. I just don't like runny yolks. She goes, yep, no problem. She looks at Katie, repeats her order. Katie's like, no, this one. She's like, okay. Looks at Jalen. She goes, and the frittata for you. She's like, no, the French toast. She's like, right. And then she what repeats my order. <laughs> We're in some fucking twilight. We're getting pumped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she leaves. We all look at each other. We're like, we don't know what we're getting for breakfast. <laughs> this is about the point where I about texted you or we were texting each other. So now it's 1225. The waitress has taken her order. We got there at 11. Some of you listening might be like, why are you still here? 
but it's Christmas. Yeah. Where else are we going to go? We got a cocktail. Like, yeah. we'll just enjoy the company at this point. It's comical. 12.45 comes, like, no food. And all this food starts coming out of the kitchen like floodgates. We're like, maybe the chef didn't show up to work or something. And someone else is cooking back there. <laughs> 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 and our food's still not here. So we see her again. We're like, hey, can we just check the status that we're ordering? She's like, yeah, do you have somewhere to be? And Katie's like, actually, yeah, I do. <laughs> We've been here for almost two hours. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I put your order. I put your order in 10 minutes ago. And I'm like, 10 minutes ago. I look at the timestamp of when I texted you. And I was like, we ordered almost 25 minutes ago. Anyways, the food, she's like, it'll be another 10 minutes. So it's now like one o'clock almost. And we see the food coming around the corner. And we (laughs) just about fell off of our chairs because the portion of the side of eggs that I got was so obnoxiously large that you could see it coming around the corner to the fact that we all noticed it and just started laughing because it was so uncomfortable. And it's just egg soup. So, and you know, I'm just like, I can't, I can't do it. I really can't do it. I'm like, I'm so, so, so sorry. I asked for my eggs well done. She's like, these aren't well done. I was like, no, no, no. You know what? Don't worry about the eggs. She's like, well, will someone else at the table eat them so we don't waste them? I'm so, I'm so uncomfortable. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> honey, honey, this She's is like, don't awful. worry, we'll bring you another side. It's like, you know what? How about we just do some egg whites, no yolk, and just again, burn them if you have to. She's like, okay, fine. Katie's creme brulee oatmeal is literally like a huge bowl of like, what's that fairy tale with the fucking bears in the porridge? <laughs> oh my god little uh oh what is that you know what I'm talking about though this yeah. was like a size bowl for papa bear <laughs> but it just looked like floating steel cut oats in like hot milk <laughs> like candied nuts it was huge with some candied nuts so huge actually to the point when the waitress put it down she was like are you guys sharing this and we we're like no <laughs> What is going on? I'm I want to go there. now. Just to, I'm so curious that I want to go now. I think this is a one-off experience. There's no way that this is a regular experience. I'm sitting there, no eggs. I just start eating my breakfast. You know how much I love salt. The potatoes are so salty, I can't eat them. Like Jayla spit it out. They're so they look like they're like sugar donuts coated in salt. <laughs> this is the best part. Taylor takes a bite out of her French toast. She goes, hmm, like a bit of a pause. She takes another bite. She goes, what kind of bread do you think this is? And I look over oh, and I'm like, no. oh, it's probably like a brioche or something. She's like, yeah, maybe. She takes another bite. She's like, I don't know. I look over at her plate. And if you're Italian, you know what a panettone is. And if you don't, you've probably <laughs> seen them. It's not good. But you've seen them in the grocery store, those big, <laughs> weird looking like square boxes that have like bread with like fruit in it. Yep. The best way to describe a panettone is a stale bread that's likely flavored orange. <laughs> with raisins? So like raisins and some weird shit in there. But when you bite into it, you're like. It's, it's like spongy. It's but like not a in a good way. sponge cake. Yeah, with like holes in it. I don't know how yeah. to describe it. 
they used panettone for the French toast and didn't like put it in the description. All these white people probably out there eating this being like, this is the worst French toast I've ever tasted. So imagine what panettone tastes like regularly. Now imagine you try and French toast it. It tastes exactly how you think it would. Soaked an egg. My, I I know you told me this that day. You told me. So I, we just died. None of us finished our breakfast and the bill comes out and she's like, I took care of the drinks because the breakfast was not the experience you had hoped for. We're like, okay, thanks. And she's like, so how was today? And I said, are you up to some feedback? Is this your server or like the manager lady? Yeah. Or she was kind of serving. I said, are you open to some feedback? And she was like, of course. I'm like, I think we're just trying to piece together the morning. You know, we have very high expectations, obviously coming out to a very nice Christmas brunch and just, you know, kind of recapping the experience. She's like, okay, yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. And it's like, okay, cool. And I can't remember what happened that set me off from nice to snarky when, what did she say? She said something along the lines of, well, you're obviously not happy with your breakfast, so don't pay for it. That's what she got out of that. That was her response to all that. I paused and I looked at her and I said, it's not about me paying for the breakfast. It's about me giving feedback. I'm happy to pay for my meal. Yeah. And she was like, no, no, I insist. Because I basically looked at a line item and I'm like, so you're, t- oh, because I said, can you, I'm, I'm curious to know why I was charged for two eggs. He's like, well, you said you wanted eggs, didn't you? I beg your pardon. And that's, that's what flipped. That's what, that's what kind of triggered me. That was the switch because I didn't have a meal. When I saw a bill for 28 bucks, I'm like, whatever. But then as I was looking at it, I was like, wait, I got charged for two eggs and it got charged line items for everything. And I was like, well, I asked for one of each of the sides. She's like, well, you said you wanted eggs. And I said, and that's when she came at me and was like, well, you're obviously not happy. Don't pay for it. And I said, it's not about me paying for it. I have questions that I had salty potatoes that I couldn't eat, disgusting eggs that literally, like you've made two scrambled eggs, nothing's on the pan. There were probably about 16 eggs in that pile. <laughs> Unbuttered frozen toast and the bacon was immaculate. <laughs> bacon and it's $6. Oh, my Americana was six bucks, by the way. To have- I'm still waiting for you to have a salute, like for their salute. Yeah, so I just said, listen, I'll pay for my breakfast. Just simply looking to share some feedback on the situation and um, yeah, take it, take it as you will. So I paid, obviously paid for my breakfast. It's not about, it's not about me getting a free breakfast. Me trying to, like, I literally could have gone to Denny's. (laughs) You could have been out in 45 minutes. (laughs) Paid $11 for my breakfast and it would have been fucking immaculate. (laughs) So they didn't apologize to you? Nothing. No, it was kind of just, it was what it was. And Katie just sat there after and she was like, I've never met someone who's like a manager or employee. And she basically just gaslit us for an hour. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Sure. Oh, sorry. You feel that way. Oh yeah. Okay. Wow. That's insane. It was weird. I would not have been able to let that go. No, I think Katie actually wrote to them. I would have either wrote to them, yeah. given them, I would have phoned them. Yeah. Well, you know me, I don't, sometimes don't have, there's like that switch for me where I can either be nice in the moment or I get set off. 
and I'm trying to work on the getting set off. So it's like, it's not appropriate for me to continue this conversation because <laughs> I'm very close in that meter for like the switch getting set off. <laughs> like, like I beg your pardon. <laughs> yeah. I, I would have lost it. Like the fact that that was the person that you had to talk to, like, Hey, can I speak to a manager? And that's who you get. No, we, I didn't, we didn't ask to speak to a manager. I'm pretty sure the manager, yeah, it wasn't like an, I want to speak to the manager situation. I'm pretty sure the lady who ended up serving us was uh, in management. That's the vibe we got. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's in, that is brutal. But if it was just the other server, I wouldn't have said anything. I would just would have like cut my losses, but we, we had a, I don't know. For me, it's just like that bill with the drink, the cocktail, your coffee, like you're looking at a $50 breakfast, you get dressed up, you go like you're paying for a very nice experience. Yeah. Especially on Christmas. I just would like to know what the heck is going on right now. On Christmas night, Evan and I went to the Sylvia hotel. Oh yeah. Been there before? I've never been. I've heard it's really nice. Okay. So I've been a couple of times because I, I love live music. And in the summertime before all, before the pandemic, they used to have it, not this summer, the summer before. And I absolutely love it there. It's, it's older. Like it's a def, it's definitely like an older, um, older, um, what I want to say, like the decor, the interior. It's yeah. It's place. like vintage kind of spot. Yeah. And <laughs> all we wanted was chicken wings. Like we just love chicken wings. Hold on. <laughs> So you got dressed up to go to a nice vintage hotel. Well, we just I have some honey garlic chicken wings with like say, celery and ranch dip on the side and like a martini. Like I wouldn't say that we dressed up. I wouldn't say that we dressed up, but yes. Okay, continue. I just needed to clarify. Yeah. So we walk down, we go see the lights, we go to the Sylvia, and we walk in, and I honestly felt like I was in a Christmas movie. It was so sweet. The people were so nice. Everybody was in such a great mood, all the staff and everybody saying, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. They had a Christmas menu, Christmas this, they had drinks that everything was amazing. And I was sitting there and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, man, it's Christmas day night. And all of these people are working and it's most like their families live abroad. Um, or they have to or they have to. And I was just like, I just looked at Evan. I was like, we're so lucky that, you know, we got to have the Christmas that we had and we're sitting here and we're yeah. not working. Yeah. And the fact that these people are in such a good mood and I thought about it and I'm like, well, it's their Christmas too. Like yeah. this is also their Christmas. So we were having a blast. We were talking to some of the people when we walked in and the servers are really nice. And like, that's what it should be about. Like I, I get that you could be a bitter bitch serving people but you have to also wonder why people are there on Christmas. Well, like, that's why we didn't really want to say anything because yeah, like Katie said it a few times, it's like it must suck to work on Christmas. Yeah. Like I mean, you, you honestly don't work. know anyone's, you don't know no, anyone's don't. story at all. But I did feel bad. I'm like, oh, I was just like, bitch, like I'd probably be upset if I had to work on Christmas, but Yeah. But like, yeah, I get her side of the story, but it's also like, what's all three of you? What's your side of the story? She's just sitting there being miserable. It's like, do you really think that I want to be at the Fairmont on Christmas day? Like, don't you think I'd rather be with ma, pa? No, like, do you know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. like things like that. But I was really, imp- I would go to the Sylvia now just because of that night. I was so impressed with them. But yeah, I'm happy that the holidays are over to be real honest. 
Yeah, it was Boxing Day, so the 26th. I was on my on the Peloton, <laughs> and I'm like, no, doing it. And I got this like wave of motivation, and I just stopped my ride, and I was like, the Christmas tree is fucking coming down. And I took everything down. I packed it up. And that's why behind me looks so bare because that big plant that used to be behind me is back in my living room. Yeah. And then I started rearranging my whole fucking house and it's just a mess again. (laughs) I don't know how I have so much stuff. Jayla picked me up and I dropped off seven big garbage bags of clothes. Honey, I'm not kidding when I tell you I'm getting rid of everything in my house. Like everything must go get out because when we moved me a couple years ago we gave away a lot because I had a lot that moved with me from Toronto that just didn't really serve me anymore and I'd also lost a bunch of weight like during that move so I just I hadn't really done a purge and everything was just in my closet so I gave a bunch away but I didn't feel like I did a proper purge when we moved because there was still a lot of current stuff that I was like oh probably I'll use yeah and so, yeah, I just fucking did a big dump and I'll likely do like a, another big purge. Just like oh, everything's got to go. I want to just empty my house. And I think I'll just feel so much more inspired and better if everything's just out of my house. And, you know, I moved a year ago and I didn't really, if you guys are listening, you probably don't know this, but it was a bit of a forceful move for me. I had a flood. I had to move out of temporary house. I kind of found this one last minute. And it's not that it's a bad spot, it's just a very painful process for me to move in. Uh, the property management company tried to pull some shifty shit on me and like that helped me from moving in. And that was Christmas last year. So I literally didn't know if I would have a house to move into. And I moved in here and then there was the problem with the neighbor. And there was just, it was a lot of negativity moving into a new house, which didn't ever really make it feel like this was going to be my home. And I think I live, I not think, I know I live like that for the past year. Like, I don't actually think that this is my home. And there, there were boxes sitting in the corner of my bedroom that have been there for a year. I just unpacked them. Like you finally unpacked last the boxes, honey? Week. Yeah. I started, I started to unpack the boxes and yeah, I think I just, I'm doing this whole like mindset shift where I'm just like, you know what? I don't have to move. If I can just clear everything mm-hmm. and actually move into this place and make it feel like my home, I'm in a good spot. I'm across the beach. I don't give a fuck about the person underneath me. Like, I just don't care anymore. I'm no. going to own this and make this space mine. That's going to be immaculate. I even hung that mirror. <laughs> I was watching, yeah, on your snoring. <laughs> hung it too high, but whatever. It's there now. Like, you, it, yeah, it's not you do have a nice space though and it's big like your bedroom is massive mm-hmm. your living room you have a mm-hmm. kitchen space like 850 square feet I'm across from the beach like yeah if I can actually remove the things that I held on to you yeah. know the, the move was bad the interaction with property management was bad the neighbor was bad and then that man like approached me in the middle but like there was all that stuff that I just feel like I was living on edge but yeah. anyways we're in we're slowly clearing it I'm a huge, on Boxing Day, I went through all my clothes. I have two big bags of clothes that I'm going to leave in my, my lobby is basically a consignment store downstairs. Yeah. But (laughs) um, yeah, I did the same thing. I want to get rid of everything, purge everything. everything. Yeah. I wish I had It's so hard when I accumulate so much shit. 
like the amount of PR boxes that come in with all of this stuff. And it's like, I have hoarding tendencies, tendencies when I'm like, oh, that's a really nice product. Maybe I'll use it. Oh, that's a really nice dress. Maybe I'll wear it. It's like, bitch, you're never going to fucking use it. Just get it out. You know, the girls underneath me are always so grateful where I'm just like, take this, give it to your sister, your nieces and nephew, your family. They're always so grateful. And I'm like that. I just, just get rid of it. Get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. You I don't want you guys listening to think that I'm not grateful, but there's just a lot of unnecessary stuff that's sent in PR. And sometimes you get a little blinded by like flashy things, but ultimately we don't, I don't need it. I don't yeah. need it. And there is people that would just like love it. Appreciate right? they, it. Yeah. They yeah. never go buy it or they never mm-hmm. get it or something like exactly. that. Yeah. So that's, yeah. I think gifting those or yeah. giving those away is a really, yeah. I mean, I get them sometimes. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I've been goods. Anyways, honey, we've been talking for an hour. Wow. We just combo those kind of like a little bit of like a, a little bit of somber post-holiday depression. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna lie. I'm not like I don't even feel like what word am I fired up. To? Yeah, like funny, light, fired up. I'm kind of like heavy. Obviously not well. <laughs> I just want to shop. Yeah, well, I'm gonna see you later on today, and yeah. um, I have something that's gonna get you real fucking fired up. So <laughs> you're the queen, of, honey's the queen of the gifts, queen yeah. of the ideas. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> for you to get fired up because it's half item, half story. Like it's going to be a conditional gift. Like I'm going to give you this box. I'm going to say, you can have this only if you go do this. Mm. And when I tell you what you're going to do, you're going to be like, you'll probably go right then and there. You know what, honey, let's fucking go right now. You're going to be, (laughs) you're going to march right to the mission. I'm going to tell you that right now. (laughs) Why can we film this somehow? Yeah, we'll film it. (laughs) We'll film it. People will find it on the next episode of what it is. That's right. (laughs) Okay, my okay. honey. Okay, my honey. I was Takeaways from this week. Take down. Take Unpack down your, tree. your goddamn bedroom. <laughs> Take down your tree. Purge. Get Purge. rid of the things you don't need and, and donate. Get rid if of it. If you have a female doctor that you're in love with, DM tell us. us. Email yeah. us. I don't care how you contact That's us. Right. Just tell us. Yeah. And if you want uh, to talk shit about your doctor, also DM us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you experience bad, you know, a bad experience at a restaurant, you know, <laughs> I feel you. I feel like I need to go back for a redemption. I think they deserve a redemption because it was so bad. Something was off that morning. I'm a big fan of Fairmont's. I try, I used to work yeah. when I worked in travel, I had a, fam- a famous agent. That's like their Fairmont, like frequent, like staff thing. I was, I was literally out of Fairmont every fucking weekend. I'm a huge fan of Fairmont's. So that's not up to standard. I don't know what that was. That was a bad. Yeah. I think we should go back yeah. though, or you should go back and then ask them about that day. Yeah. But yeah, I'm very shocked that that was from a Fairmont. I think something was definitely up. For sure. The chef showed up to like, didn't show up to work and someone else was cooking. hundred percent. Somebody else was cooking and all their yeah. servers went on strike. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the one where Fairmont, Fairmont, where Notch A goes on strike. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Unfiltered with Allie. Just a friendly reminder that I have two episodes that drop every single week for you on Tuesdays and on Fridays. And if you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe. And of course, leave me a review. I love hearing what you guys think of the episodes. Lastly, be sure to connect with me over on Instagram at at unfiltered with Allie. You'll be able to access a ton of extra content from each of the episodes. Slide into my DMs and you can find the link for my free online community. This is designed for inspiring badass women all around the world. I can't wait to chat with you next week. See you then.